Welcome to the Gone Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Howell. And I'm your host, Angie Rogers Howell. What is the Gone Boss Podcast? Well, it's a weekly podcast featuring awesome women in our community. We'll interview them, find out what makes them tick, the cool things they're doing to make our community a great place to live and work, and how they've gone boss. This week, we're brought to you by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. If you have a comment about the show or something you want to share with us, just call or text 765-233-2640. Again, that's 765-233-2640. We might just use it on the show. Who do we have on the show today? Today, we have Krista Sides, owner of Chameleon Salon and Suites. We're supported today by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. What do they have coming up? A virtual lunch and learn. Ooh, do you bring your own lunch? You bring your own lunch on your own computer. And learn something. And learn. Lunch and learn. Who's doing this one? It's going to be on November 17th from 1130 to 1. And it is presented by Kim Stone King. A certified... Stone King. Stone King. Yep. Certified business coach. And it is entitled, Leave Your Ego at the Door, Reducing the High Cost of Emotional Waste in the Workplace. Stone King. That's interesting. He is the Stone King! Yeah, like, <laughs> I mean, if I had a name like Matt Stone King, yeah. that'd be kind of cool, wouldn't well, it? Yeah, I would think I mean, so. how's cool and everything, but... Not as cool as Stone King. Exactly. I'd be a life coach, too. Yeah. Well, research shows that leaders spend a great deal of time and energy dealing with drama in the workplace. Drama that's often fueled by ego. Do we have drama in our workplace? We've got a lot of ego. Well, we do. (laughs) (laughs) We got three very confident people in this office. That's right. (laughs) This interactive workshop will provide you with the tools and techniques you can put to use immediately to improve the accountability and reduce the cost and frustration of drama in your organization. Save the drama for your mama. Leave the ego at the door. Yes. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. In the studio with us, we have Krista Sides of Chameleon Salon and Suites. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing good. Good. Thanks for stopping by. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, Hi, my name's Krista. (laughs) (laughs) And I own Chameleon Salon. Are you a Munsonian? Uh, Are you from here or are you from somewhere else? I'm actually from here, born and raised. Um, I'm a Delta grad, proudly. 1998. What? Oh, wow. I know. I was 92. She's 97. Oh, so a bunch of 90s kids here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Went to Delta, graduated. Did you stick around? Did you travel the world? What'd you do? No, I stayed right here. Um, I actually started my career pretty early. Um, at 14, I ended up in a salon. Okay. So literally, I have been building that my whole life. So you found your passion early and you stuck with it? Um, when you get around a community, uh, it tends to make you want to get around more community and uh, doesn't make me want to leave. I will tell you that. Okay. I like my community. Excellent. So did you go to beauty school or anything like that? Or Oh, yes. Definitely oh. got to go to beauty school. <laughs> Which one? Which I went one? to uh, PJ's, actually. Actually, my dad taught at the beauty school my whole life. So that is where my passion started. Um, I grew up hanging out at the beauty school. He'd take me as a young age to uh, just as a model or to just hang out and see what was up. And occasionally I would dress him and he would get made fun of. (laughs) But, you know, Um, but my stepmom actually also did hair. And that's how at 14 I was introduced um, to an actual in salon instead of just the beauty school. 
she hired me so I could purchase my own clothes. Oh, okay. Yep, nice. That's how I got started. Um, she burned a few of my items for wearing things I wasn't supposed to. You know, <laughs> I was that girl that okay. would sneak around and change clothes. Um, so she empowered me by giving me a job. You want to wear what you want to wear, you buy your own clothes. And that's actually how it started. How did you get to Chameleon? How did that come about? Well, um, I had been self-employed for about oh, 12, 14 years, 10 years, 12 years, somewhere, somewhere in, there. in there. And um, I had my son. And one of the important things to me about having a kid was making sure that I was the one raising him. Um, so I actually opened Chameleon as a single mom uh, with $6,000 in my pocket and a dream. And um, I was able to do that and actually take him to work with me every day so I could teach him the values I wanted him to have, like how to meet and greet all types of different people and work ethic and that it does take a lot of hard work to get somewhere. Awesome. That's good. We've, we did that well, when I started farmhouse. I started at my house on a farm, uh, working from home with Zuzu at my feet and all, which is hard when they're babies. Absolutely. <laughs> but now she comes into the office here. She helps us make deliveries sometimes. And yeah. now, how old is your son now? Oh my gosh, he's going to be 18 on the 19th. Okay. I cannot even believe it. It's crazy. So is this his senior year? Then? It's his senior year. Yeah. And Ooh. he's um, honors program okay. and it accepted an honors college at Ball State. So I'm a very proud mama. He's going somewhere good. Well, that's good. Well, tell me a little bit about your community involvement because you're very involved. Uh, what are some of the things you have done and are currently doing? Well, anything I can get my hands on, um, honestly, I just kind of go around to different places and go, hmm, where can I stick my nose in and be useful? <laughs> where can I cause some chaos? You found me at the Y. I've been to the Y, um, went in, hooked up with Latasha and with some crazy ideas. And she sat down with me and helped me rein them in a little bit. But let me go in there and spend some time. And that has been some of the most valuable time for me to learn lots of things about other people and about myself. Um, I also went to the Career Center for the same reason, looking for somewhere to donate some time where I could learn some things about people that I didn't know or maybe be useful. And ended up out of that, I would I loved it so much, I ended up becoming a teacher. So I actually got my instructor's license from the Muncie Area Career Center out of just volunteering time. Okay. Now, a couple of years ago, I believe you were in a style show yes. that Krista had put together. Yes, her students at the Career Center. That was so fun. Wyatt was my stylist. Oh and he my did such God. a good job. He had my hair in like a faux hawk and stuff. It was really cool. It was so cool. It was cool. fun. Yeah. And then you DJed the next year, didn't you? Uh, or I took pictures or something. Both. Or both. All yeah. You <laughs> actually DJed that year. He did. He spun the tunes for us. Everything. Yeah, that was a, yeah, that was a big production for the both of us. Yeah, yeah. it was fun. I love it. And then what did we do with YW together? We did um, Dance to Enhance, where we um, <laughs> we did Zumba in order to raise money to paint um, the downstairs where yes. they have the cot stay room. Yeah, that was really, really fun. Um, I'm also a Zumba instructor, so anytime I can incorporate dancing into raising money for the community, I'm all about it. Now, tell me about the business, Chameleon. It's not just you in there, is it? It is not just me, although I am Chameleon. Like, everybody always <laughs> wants You're to the know. the face of Chameleon, Well, right? and they yeah. want to know, where does that name Chameleon mm -hmm. come from? It is literally me. Like, what mood I'm in 
that's what I'm doing. And I'm okay with changing direction and going different ways. And I want everybody else to be okay with that too. But no, even though I'm the head chameleon, I'm not the only one. <laughs> um, I am all about self-sufficiency. So um, in our location currently, we have suites. And the idea behind suites is a stylist can run her own personal business, but also have a community around. So when we don't want to talk to each other or we need privacy or our client is needing that privacy, we shut our doors, we lock everybody else out and we just pay attention to them. But also when we do want our community, when we want to go out and do bigger things together, we have people that are have the same mindset of wanting to do things for the community. And it makes it really fun. Very good. How many people you got in there right now? How many? There stylists? is eight of us. All eight. Right. Yes, oh I went from four to eight overnight. Oh wow! <laughs> I know. You That's how I do busy. it, man. Yeah. Do it big. That's, Matt and I are the same way. We might plan for a long time, but once we decide to do it's it, it's like bam, we're doing it. Yeah, yeah I pulled um, three of them right out of the beauty school. And I'm really loving being able to teach them things that are not just basics. I'm loving teaching them the business side and just in general, getting to watch them grow every day. It's a blast. Well, what do you like to do for fun? Besides the business and all that kind of stuff, where do you draw your energy from? Well, I love to dance. So anytime I can hit up a Zumba class at Studio Evolution, I'm over there. Um, but here lately, for the last 12 weeks, I've been doing CrossFit with Chloe. Okay. Chloe is one of my stylists in the salon, and um, she is a beast, let me tell you. <laughs> and, Those uh, CrossFitters, they are beasts for sure. Let me tell you, 12 <laughs> weeks, man, my body has done it, and my mind, for that matter, has done like this transformation, like... I cannot even believe. So it's funny. People already know I'm a workaholic and they want to know what I do for fun after that. And it's like, I go work more, mm -hmm. but I'm working on myself. Yeah. And that's where I draw my energy is constantly bettering myself and looking for a way to grow. Okay. So tell me about your family. I know you've got a kiddo who's getting ready to turn 18, but I think you're married too, right? I am. Okay. I've got an awesome <laughs> husband. Let me tell you, he's my parachute. Uh, he's that person when I'm running to jump off the cliff, he goes, uh-oh, you might want to grab your parachute before you jump. And I'm like, oh, yeah, thanks. So that's, that's that role my husband plays, and he does a really good job. If I'm painting anything, you better bet he's painting beside me. But kid-wise, we have a his, hers, ours, and theirs situation. Okay. And uh, one of our favorite sayings is uh, DNA does not define family. We've got two boys and a girl that we love and we spend time with. But they're not exactly all ours, but they are ours, mm -hmm. and we claim them. That's I understand. I claim Matt's kids even yeah. when they necessarily don't want me to. I don't care. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're mine anyway. <laughs> so what does success mean to you? Success to me is me running my own schedule and not my schedule running me. Mm-hmm. That is very, very important for my sanity. And very hard. It is. <laughs> it's hard, yeah. It is definitely hard. And I went through a whole lot of years of my schedule running me to finally get to the point of, no, I'm running my schedule. And boy, do I feel successful. And that's not a money amount for me. That is a peace of mind. And it is so invaluable. What do you like about Muncie? Muncie is a place that anytime I feel like I say I need or someone needs help, lots of people come running. 
Mm -hmm. I feel like it's a home. It's not just a city, a place, somewhere you go to shop. It's a home. It's a place where lots of people, even if you're not in the same house, you can still be in a home. Good answer. That is a good answer. Good job. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. What's something you wish you had known when you were first starting out? That it's okay to ask for help. I really suck at asking for help. I'm that girl that I I can do it all by myself and better and faster than anybody can get the thoughts out of my head. But I've also learned that's not necessarily the best way to do things. And that sometimes when you ask for help, you can slow yourself down enough to think a little harder instead of making rash decisions that may come back and bite you later. Now, you're involved in WIBU. Tell me about that. Oh my gosh, I love WIBU. Thanks for asking. I literally have learned so much from everyone. I mean, on the board, I learn things every meeting about etiquette. Etiquette's a really hard one for me. Like I'm so just out there in myself that sometimes I have to remember to reel it in a little bit. But then also I'm reminded it's okay to be myself. So I love having all those different viewpoints Um, that I can draw from um, and learn from. So tell me some of your odd quirks you have. An odd quirk (laughs) I remember from childhood that I still do um, comes with a name. My dad used to call me bird growing up because I never eat food without picking at it. I never just pick up a sandwich and eat a sandwich. I have to pick it apart in little pieces and my plate always looks like this crazy mess. (laughs) And also, like, if I'm eating a Pop-Tart along that same lines, I never eat the middle. I eat the outsides with the crust, Mm -hmm. and I leave the middle pocket. Same thing with a sandwich. I never eat the middle. Isn't the middle the best part? Well, (laughs) to me, it's the outside. So when you have a a thing of brownies, do you eat the The outside. I never eat the middle. I I always eat the outside crust. You're a middle person. Well, I'm going to eat with you, because I'll just eat the middles of your brownies, because that's what I want. (laughs) I love it. So tell us about how COVID has changed your business model uh, this past year. Actually, we were already really set up for COVID. We were in luck. Being in our own suites obviously made that a whole lot easier for us to already be separated. Um, The one thing that did change was I actually took out the waiting room um, and we lock out we lock our door now so you have to text us you're here and then we'll text them back we're ready and we'll meet our client at the door with hand sanitizer and take them directly to our room in that thinking that was actually able to make me think farther out of the box so I took that waiting room out and added a couple more stations so I was actually able to expand because of COVID making me rethink our operation it actually made me rethink it to expand. Cool. So that's how it changed for us. Excellent. But we actually decided we're continuing to keep the door locked and we're not going to change that. We feel much safer. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Nice. So what's on the horizon for you? What's next? Well, I've always wanted to start a nonprofit. So I'm in the beginning stages of that. So be on the lookout for Metanoia. Metanoia. Yes. Metanoia is the transformation of heart, self, or way of life. Okay. Well, that sounds intriguing. Yes. We will be looking out for more on that. Yeah, be on the lookout for that. And now it's time.
time for the lightning round. Quick questions and quick answers. So, number one question, what's your favorite band or artist? Pitbull. Woo, woo. Okay. Yeah, I'm a Zimba Give me that yeah. Pitbull. <laughs> now, is Megan Trainer up there as well? or <sighs> We do have a little bit of Megan Trainer up in there. But, but, but not, not like If you give like me Pitbull, pit I mean, I cannot <laughs> even sit still. Like, a beat is coming. My butt is coming. Yes, it is all over i think it's so funny matt's a wedding dj on the side and whenever we play pitbull we have all these little old ladies who you know are <laughs> yes. they, they do their little zumba routine yes. out there it's so cute i love it have you ever been in puerto vallarta and a zumba song comes on and you just can't sit in your chair because you know all the moves i mean that's totally me so <laughs> awesome. I, I love it i think it's great <laughs> Are you an early bird or night owl? I am an early bird. Oh, okay. Always up at 6, 6.30. I'm out of bed, ready to get the day started. All right. Now, when do you go to bed, though? Usually about 9, 9.30. I'm All asleep right. on the couch, and Richard's going, you might want to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite book? It is actually Own It by Tabitha Coffey. Okay. And um, Own It is basically all about owning your life like yourself like not making excuses for things you do things you don't do like you be you and as long as you're not hurting anyone else then you do that it's all about taking control of your finances down to what you wear and how that um, is projected onto other people and what that says about you and are you okay with that and if you're not own it and change it Okay. Um, she's known for uh, Tabitha's Takeover, where she goes into salons oh, and tells them what Tabitha. they're doing wrong. Show. I love that That show. Tabitha, okay. yes. So it is a no BS yeah. book, very blunt, and that's how I like to roll. So I really like her. Excellent. That was a great reality show. That was a good show. It really we was. I miss one. it. <laughs> Have you ever met anyone famous? Candy Shaw. And you may not know who Candy Shaw is, but in the hair world... She is it. She is called the Bali Lama oh, okay. because she is the balayage queen. And that means blonde highlights. But oh. it's just not any old blonde <laughs> highlight. You know, it's hand painted and it's a special technique. And she is basically the person who um, she's got her own line and she teaches. She started like the trend. Okay. Um, so I got to meet her at a hair show. And for me, that's valuable. Excellent. What's your guilty pleasure? I say I don't have any because I do what I want when I want. Okay. So really, I don't have any guilty pleasures. Like if I I don't feel guilty (laughs) about it, if I want to do it, I do it, and I'm okay if it's not what someone else wants to do. There you go. Yeah, like that. Good answer. Good answer. What's your favorite movie? Dirty Dancing. Mm, That's a good one. The original. The not original. all the spinoffs. Please do the... not give me a spinoff. <laughs> I cannot handle a there spinoff. There were so many spinoffs. Dude, that. I can't. <laughs> no, I need the original. Any kind of movie. I, I'm really all about the number one. The number twos, the number threes, I'm out. Give me number one. But Dirty Dancing, me and my, one of my cousins used to literally try to do the last dance over and over <laughs> and over. Yeah. Did you get thrown up in, in the air? Um, I was the boy. Oh, okay. You threw the <laughs> air. I got to throw. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, she was smaller than me, so. What's your hidden talent? I can hula hoop like a champ. Really? really? Oh, my gosh. I even took a hula hoop class at Cornerstone <laughs> one time. It was so fun. But, yeah, now I can not only hula hoop like a champ, I can hula hoop with tricks like a champ. 
Oh, what kind yeah. of tricks do you do with a hula hoop? So like spin it around above your head and then you jump through the hoop and roll it up your body up to oh my, the top of your is, hand again okay, and keep it some... spinning. Yeah, wow. it's fun. It's a good workout too. Well, I would imagine so. I got some pretty good video of Rich <laughs> trying it too. <laughs> do you sing in the shower? Oh, yes. Okay. I think Mostly you seem hum. like, okay. Right. It's like... If I'm in a really good mood, I'm humming. But if I got the music playing at the same time, I'm singing. Singing. Yeah. How about in the car? Absolutely. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm all over the place. Like my seat, my butt is in my seat all over the You're place. You're chair in the dancing. Car. I'm totally chair stuff. dancing. Cannot stop. Star Wars or Star Trek? I say neither. You can say And neither. I say okay. Starburst. Starburst <laughs> minis specifically are, mm, that's my addiction. Oh, okay. So, yeah, Starburst is. Do you have answer. a space? Do you have a favorite flavor? Starburst? Oh, pink. I'm a pink girl. Zeus, my daughter, will not eat pink. Oh. Or the reds. I'm like, good. Give those to me and I'll give you the yellows and the oranges. Oh, yes. Because those definitely. are gross. I agree. <laughs> What's your most used emoji on your phone? <laughs> it is actually the smile face with the little red cheeks okay. where the eyes are almost closed because, you know, when I smile, my eyes disappear. So mm-hmm. I feel like it most looks like me. There you go. And I'd like to smile at all my clients when they're scheduling appointments. Like, I want them to know I am happy you scheduled your appointment. So I give them that sweet little smile. That's nice. Yeah. I like that. Thank you so much for being our guest today. Really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Thanks for stopping by the farmhouse. Bye. Bye. So when this podcast is airing, it's right before Halloween. It's spooky Halloween time. Spooky Halloween time. What did you dress up as uh, during Halloween? Nothing. Now, what, didn't you, like, maybe your kindergarten year or something before your your family went I all did, super Christian? Yes, there were a year or two when I was young that yeah. I don't really remember that we did get to dress up. And you I think any once photos or I was like else? an angel once, I think. Okay, that which would make sense. It's very for... super, you know, it's very yeah. in line with my religious upbringing. <laughs> Shocker. I think my sister was like a pound puppy, maybe. There's like a mask with a thing with her and like a mask or something. Um, but beyond that, once I got to an age where I like actually cared about it, that yeah. no, we, no, you no, because the devil's in Halloween and all of that, even all oh, Hallow's Eve. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And it's we had harvest parties and harvest parties well yeah so you can harvest all the candy or well kind of yes okay before like now people do like trunk or treats and things like yeah. that we didn't really have we didn't have that but like we one year we had a, it was called a hallelujah party instead of hallelujah party yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay explain this one well it's like a party at church where they give out candy and stuff okay. like that but it's still very jesus centric and i don't think anybody got to dress up uh, some churches had hall- hallelujah parties where you could dress up but as bible characters for the girls there was only like four choices so and one of them's like bathsheba or rahab so those are the, you can't dress up like those ruth <laughs> ruth, dress up a, ruth, ruth or esther mary <laughs> an that angel cut the, cut the hair of uh, samson delilah there you go that, she's not She's really not a good. nice girl either so no so when they gave you candy did you have to go hallelujah i don't think we did that maybe people did i don't remember <laughs> but we did that we had harvest parties which is like a hallelujah party with a different name okay uh and you know and then as an adult when i was a youth pastor's wife we participated in those kinds of things too because all the churches i ever went to did not agree with the halloween thing so as a grown-up i part i you did, did a lot of trunk or treats. A lot of trunk. Well, they still didn't call them trunk or treats, but it was, you know, 
parties what, in the what, parking lot. What did you call them? I like, think it was a get candy party? I think it was a harvest party. Oh, it was still the harvest, harvest celebration or something. And we had like a dunk tank and, you know, food for sale and candy. So probably Sloppy away. Joe's. There's always Sloppy Joe's at like no. church things, right? Not in like Texas and stuff. No. Oh, brisket there. <laughs> Maybe brisket there. I don't know. <laughs> brisket <remember>. Joe's. <laughs> Anyway, so I've participated in a lot of those things. But as far as like actual trick-or-treating, not so much. Now, I'm very proud of my hometown, Farmland. They still have trick-or-treat hours. And you see the kids up and down Main Street, cars with their blinkers on, off to the Uh, side. Kids just rolling out of those cars, going up and... Grabbing uh, candy out yeah, of the when I first hands met of people. you, yeah. and like, I mean, the kids were little. They were of, all of them were of trick-or-treat age, and we would go and take them trick-or-treating, and it was just a foreign concept to me that <laughs> we just like get out and walk up and down the street. Like, because if I were, was able to trick-or-treat, which I wasn't, but if I were, like I lived in the country like we do now, there's no... I lived in the country the whole time. We have like too. four neighbors. So but we, we would, would go, go into town. I know that's so weird to go trick or treat where you don't live. That's strange. <laughs> <laughs> well, we would we would go to the uh, high end part of town, which was called Wolfsworth. Like you'd go to the fancy because place. Because somebody there gave out full size candy bars. Did they really? Yes. Okay. Because it seems like it's we always one a legend. <laughs> and we walked down there and sure enough we, we got like a hundred grand or something like that. That's crazy. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool. Yeah. Now it's it's also like when you watch the movie Halloween from nineteen seventy nine, Jamie Lee Curtis, that yeah. whole thing. That Halloween is like Farmland and Parker well, City. That's Halloween. True. Halloween. Kids are kids everywhere. walking up and down the uh, uh, sidewalk. Movie E. T. When E. T. goes off and uh, they go to the suburbs oh, yeah. and he's like a ghost or whatever. Yeah. 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 It's very much <laughs> like that. Still today. It still is, and I like it. It's a small town feel. Like I'm pretty sure. Hopefully, no one's getting abducted. Nobody's getting apples put in there. Or yeah, I had, a, I had a radio friend, <laughs> and we had a radio show in the. Uh, oh my gosh! In the, <laughs> the mid nineties. It was on the AM channel. No one, and two people was, listened to this. He station. would call Halloween Razor Apple Night, yes. and I was like, "That's terrible." It is terrible, and I don't think it actually happened. I think it's more of an urban legend. But like, I feel confident nobody's really getting razors in their candy. Or I remember like when that. I was a big scare, and uh, you had to go get your candy X-ray or something. I know X-ray. X-ray. Oh, right, yeah, Violet. <laughs> I, I got my candy X-ray. Ouch, man. <laughs> Sorry, you're brutal. Today. We've been a little sassy today. <laughs> so we're going to the harvest party this week. We're not go- no, we're not going to harvest party. I don't know what I haven't exactly decided what we're doing since it's the the Rona times and all of that. So I don't know. Probably trick or treating. I I'd feel go like to that's Wolfswood Acres. They probably have full size candy bars. <laughs> you think so. they're going to give out? I don't think they are. <laughs> For a long time, Zoo said she wanted to be Hermione. Yeah. Right. And we were like, great. You bought a Harry Potter outfit. No, I got it from Mr. Bid Yes, I know. Auctions. You got it from Mr. Bid Auctions. Yes. She was super jazzed about it for three months. That's what I'm going to be. I'm going to be Hermione. We picked out a red tie of yours. And like, we, she, she'd walk around the house. She'd walk around the on. house. She went outside and got a stick and made it a wand and put glitter on it and everything. So I'm like, all right, cool. This is what we're going to be. And then. A week to go. A week to go. Just like three days ago. Holden, our 16 year old, he's like, you know what? I might want to be Victor. From the Corpse Bride, like the dude from the Corpse Bride for Halloween. And I'm like, dude, you're 16 years old. Aren't you going to hang out with your friends? Not us. I don't know. Maybe, maybe you won't. That's fine. Anyway. That set off a chain reaction. Yes. And now Zeus is like, well, if he's going to be the groom from the Corpse Bride, then I'm going to be the bride from the Corpse Bride. So now we have to find a Corpse Bride outfit. outfit. Before Saturday. Yes. Where Halloween. They're all sold out. <laughs> There, are, there aren't very many. We found one dress. It's on its way. I think it'll work. And then I'm going to make like 
we gotta do skeleton like makeup on her face and, and stuff her like arm, that. And her arm because one, one arm is, is like, like black and has just bones. Just bones. Just bones. Yeah. So I'm gonna work on that. I've seen some YouTubes that I think I can make happen. But I found on because I am now I like the Facebook resale sites. Yeah. You know these people who buy pallets and resell them and junk like that and everything. Yeah, we know two people. I think that we know three, several. Actually. We know several people who do that. <laughs> um, and we are we are gradually refurnishing uh, our home with with the castoffs, which is great. But I found a adult-sized purple unicorn costume. Yes. <laughs> and that's for you, and that's Halloween night. For me, for Halloween. And, and what did Zuzu do? She absolutely hates it. <laughs> <laughs> it's purple. It's got a, it's furry. It's like, like Barney fur kind of. And then it's got like a horn and a tail on the back. Anyway, I showed it to her and she said, that's terrible. I can't believe you're going to do that. And I was like, whatever. So I got it because it was cheap and whatever. So I got it and I brought it home and I saw, I heard her going through the bag and looking at it. And she was, this was her inner monologue. Like, oh my goodness. I can't believe she got it. I cannot believe she got this unicorn. This is ridiculous. It is so embarrassing. I cannot believe she's going to wear that. So now, oh, one. She didn't think anybody was listening. No, either. I, yes, I just overheard <laughs> it from the next room. And I was like, wow, she really doesn't like this. She's going to be embarrassed. So, of course, I am now 100% in. And oh, I yeah. am wearing this thing. And I might figure out a way to, like, bedazzle it or put, like, rainbow sparkles or, like, LED lights and stuff all over. I don't know yet, but I'm going to figure it out. And I'm going to embarrass the crap out of her. And it's going to be so much fun. And I hope Holden goes with this, too, because I'll embarrass him, too. And my life... My dream as a mother will be complete by embarrassing the crap out of my children. Enjoy the full moon on Halloween night. We'll talk to you later. And look for me in my sparkly costume. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for joining us for this episode of Gone Boss. Be sure to check us out at goneboss.com or hashtag goneboss. We're on Instagram at goneboss2k or you can find us on Facebook just by searching goneboss. If you have a comment about the show or something you want to share with us, call or text 765-233-2640. That's 765-233-2640. We might just use it on the show. Also, join the conversation in our Facebook group. Just search Gone Boss and hang out with us. If you like what you hear today, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you find your podcast. Today's episode was brought to you by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Check them out at SchaeferLeadership.com. Have a great rest of your day, and don't forget to tune in next week and find out who has Gone Boss.